It was July 4th of 2010 that I was in Omaha, Nebraska, and my mother called me. She told me that your grandmother is in the hospital. She twisted her ankle, and so she needs a little therapy in order to get well, to be able to walk again. And so it was just a few days later then, on July 7th, that I received another phone call that said that her health had taken a turn for the worse and that I had to come home right away. And so I booked a flight, I flew back, and there I was at my grandmother's bedside for the last 24 hours of her life. Maybe some of you, like me, have had that opportunity or that moment to be with someone that you love as they're in their last hours, the last minutes before they draw their dying breath. And as you gather at the bedside of someone who dies or is dying, what do you do in those moments? Maybe the first thing you do is you pray to God for them, that you ask God to take away their suffering, to come and to take them home to himself. Or maybe you will say some things to them. You'll tell them how much they meant to you in this life, how much you love them. You thank them for all the many things, all the many memories that you have. Or maybe you console them, you kiss them, you embrace them in some way. And in those final moments then, as death draws near, as family is gathered at the side, they console one another with their own words, with their own tears, with their own embraces. When the family gathers by the bedside of someone who is dying, surely the one who is dying is consoled, is comforted by that. And I think tonight as we gather on Good Friday that that's what is happening, that in a sense that we are coming and we are drawing near to the Lord Jesus as he was dying on the cross and then we're there in the passion narrative that we heard of Jesus taking his last breath, of handing over his spirit. When Jesus looked down from the cross at Mary, his mother, at Mary Magdalene and Mary, the mother of Clopas and John the Beloved, he was consoled by their very presence. So tonight, as we gather, as we keep vigil with the Lord, as he dies this night, he is consoled by our presence here. And just like those who gather at the bedside of someone they love who is in the process of dying, we are able to stand at the foot of the cross then and to thank the Lord for all the many things that he did for us, especially for dying on the cross. We're able to offer a prayer to him, asking him to forgive us or to help us in some way. And after someone passes, the funeral home is called, the body is removed, and then a funeral will take place at a later time. And so today, Jesus, as he dies on the cross, he's removed from the cross, he's placed in the arms of his family, and then he's placed in that tomb of Joseph of Arimathea. And as the people gather, as the disciples who weren't there gather in that upper room, surely they are remembering with one another the many things that Jesus taught. All the things that he did, they want to remember them. They give thanks for them. 
And when someone dies and as people come together, they'll share their many memories that they have and how much that person meant to them. And that's what we do here today. And finally, people will come and they'll pay their respects, either at the funeral home or at the church. And today, we come forward and in a sense, we pay our own respects as we come before the cross of Christ, as we lay our hand, as we genuflect, as we bow, as we kiss it, as we touch it, whatever that we do to the cross, that that is the way in which we pay our final respects for what the Lord has done for us. After a funeral, the people want to keep the memory of their loved one alive. They keep little mementos in their homes. They share their memories. They do the very things, the traditions that they had. And so they take the person with them in their hearts and in their memories and their thoughts. And as followers of Jesus, that's what we do as well, that we take the Lord with us. And quite literally today in this liturgy, as we'll receive Holy Communion, we'll take Jesus with us, that we'll be consoled by his very presence. But also we're consoled by the memories of all that we know that he did in Scripture, of the great promises that he gave. And because we know the end of the story that by his death on the cross and his time in the tomb, that the tomb is then empty. And so today, the cross that we venerate, that we pay our respects, the Jesus whom we mourn, his followers whom we console, we know that they will have this new gift that is given to them, this gift of life forever with God, because Jesus conquers the grave and gives us that great hope. So that for any funeral that we may have attended, for anybody that, whose bedside we've been at, as they draw their dying breath, that we have the confidence that we'll see them again, all because of what Jesus did today. That's why we gather here today to remember his very action, to hear and to know and to realize that promise that he has given to each and every one of us. And so we pay our respects and one day we hope to be united with him again in that kingdom where he lives forever.